Yamaha Canada proudly presents the Angler and Hunter Radio Show, the voice of anglers and hunters. On today's show, part two on bass fishing with fishing celebrity David Chong. New youth hunting opportunities at Tiny Marsh with Chris Kaysler from the MTM Conservation Association. Plus, Ontario Out of Doors, What's Cooking? with Andrew Roshan, the OFAH Fish and Wildlife Corner, MNRF News, and more on today's Angler and Hunter Radio. No matter what the terrain, no matter the weather, you head out. Challenge accepted. Whether you're hunting or fishing, Yamaha has the ATV, side-by-side, outboard, or generator to rise to the challenge, pairing renowned reliability with incredible performance. Whatever the day brings, conquer outdoors with Yamaha. Visit yamaha-motor.ca today for more info and current offers. Hi folks, Gord Pizer here. I spend a lot of time in the water, as many as 200 days a season, and my new revolutionary Kingfisher boat gets me to fish quickly and safely, despite the weather. It's all because of the unique preflex hull design, and the state-of-the-art interior meets all my fishing needs. Hey, to learn more about the amazing Kingfisher boats, visit kingfishermultispecies.com. Now get into your Kingfisher and meet me where the big fish roam. With over 130 years of knife-making excellence, Camillus should be on your next hunt. Adolph Castor began the Camillus Knife Company in 1876, and he utilized expert engineering to ensure the highest precision in his knives. They prove themselves in the harshest conditions because Camillus uses a patented titanium bonding and carbonitride coating process, making them up to 10 times harder than untreated steel. Camillus knives stay sharper, longer. Weather changes. The forest changes. Conditions change. When seasons change, you have to change with them. For every season, Yukon Gear has you covered. Matsuo America, the brand of fishing tackle that provides tournament quality gear at a great value, has launched a groundbreaking new series of rod and reel combos called the Red Series. These great new combos feature IM6 graphite rods, Fuji guides, six ball bearing reels with anti-reverse, and cork split grip handles. It's a set of features you'd expect to see on a combo at twice the price. The Matsuo Red Series is available now only at Canadian Tire. Check it out today and upgrade your gear for this fishing season without breaking the bank. Stand up for conservation and show how much you really care about your fishing and hunting future with a membership in the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters. Join right now and receive an OFAH camouflage tackle bag, Rapala X-Rap Lure, Suffolk Fishing Line Fish Crisp Original, and a subscription to Ontario Out of Doors Magazine. This special OFAH membership offer is only $62.99. New through this great offer, make your conservation commitment with a three-year OFAH membership and receive a Shimano Caius Baitcaster. Join today. Angler and Hunter Radio's Fishing Corner is brought to you by CUDA. Fierce, tough, proven. Okay, so returning for part two of our uh, bass fishing uh, knowledge is uh, David Chong, professional angler. David, how are you doing today? 
Awesome, Randy. Again, thank you for having me on. So, largemouth bass. We talked about smallmouth bass in, in part one, and and now you know largemouth bass are a different critter. They, uh, you know, they they have some different habits, and we use some different uh, lures and that type of thing. But uh, generally speaking, what can we do or change to improve our equipment in regards to largemouth bass? And and there again, we're looking to catch not only more, but maybe we want to catch some big ones too. Right. Well, first of all. I think for largemouth bass, and, uh, you know, again, I don't want to say always, but let's, let's talk about most of the time. What you're looking at, most of the time you're going to find largemouth bass around cover. Okay. Okay. And, and, and if you're looking for fish, so before we talk about equipment, I'm just talking about where you're going to be looking for fish, is think of a, think of a largemouth bass as a homebody. Okay. And they like to have a roof over their head. Mm-hmm. So anything that acts like a roof over their head, could, could hold, uh, you know, largemouth bass. So to be that a dock, be that, you know, lily pads, be it overhanging weeds, overhanging trees, laid, sorry, laid over weeds, I should say, they're always going to be around cover, much more so than, than, than the smallmouth bass. And so, you know, first of all, you have to use equipment that can handle getting the fish out of that cover. Mm-hmm. I've seen so many big largemouth lost because somebody brings their medium-action spinning rod with eight-pound test, and they throw it into the middle of the lily pads, and they hook a, a big, giant largemouth, and, of course, it wraps them up in the largemouth and it, uh, in, the, in the lily pad stocks, and, and it breaks them off. Right. So, for me, uh, a lot of my largemouth equipment is, there's probably nothing that's less than a medium-action, uh, maybe for my top water where it's a little bit more open water, but... I, I, most of the time, it's all medium heavy uh, to heavy action equipment and, and heavier lines, you know, uh, you know, for flipping and, and pitching real heavy cover, you know, I would never consider going in there with any less than 50 pound braid. Right. Okay. You know, or, or 20 pound fluorocarbon if it's extremely clear. Right. These are heavy, heavy lines. And, uh, and, and especially if we're looking for big fish and you're in heavy cover, you know, don't bring a knife to a gunfight because <laughs> you're going to lose. Right. <laughs> so, so everything you're talking about here seems to be, you know, leaning towards a shallower type of fish, you know, as opposed to the smallmouth. Now, what about approach? Can are these fish can can you scare them? Should you be more quiet? Is there some things that we should be aware of when we're when we're actually approaching a spot that may have some uh, largemouth bass in it? Yeah. Anytime you're dealing with fish that are shallower, and typically. You know, as a as a generality, the uh, largemouth are typically a little bit shallower than than smallmouth. Although there are certain lakes where you know you find them uh, fairly deep, but for the most part, we are targeting largemouth in shallower uh, waters. And uh, it, it, yeah, it could very easily uh, you can't you know be just barging through with your trolling motor. Something you know, some cases you have to get there, but. You know, sometimes you have to let it, everything settle down once you get there. Yeah, taking so your boat off plane right on the spot where you're going to fish or something along those lines, yeah, I guess. You know, um, <laughs> I've and, never and, seen and, that, and, though, before, you know. <laughs> 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 I, yeah. I've, uh, and then the other thing is, you know what, and, and not too many people do it anymore. And uh, although we don't do it as much as we used to when we were younger, but uh, we used to do a lot of push polling. Okay. You know, we used to do a lot of push pulling and not even using a trolling motor. And we'd be actually, you know, it's it's, it's extendable pull with duck feet on the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. And we, we'd quietly push our way into an area where where we think these fish are. Just like in um, Venice, eh? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah Hector Peach used to do that. He was a <laughs> oh, big. Uh, you know what? It, I, it's weird. Um, I, I, I'm sometimes I, I'm, I'm just talking to guys, and the number of guys who don't even carry a push pole anymore is yeah. uh, is really shocking. So this is kind of maybe a little old school for some people out there, but. You know, a lot of times, uh, you know, the old stuff works because it works. So, yeah. you know, why not look at that when you're, uh, when you're, uh, when you're, when you're targeting fish? More Angler and Hunter Radio when we return after these important words. No matter what the terrain, no matter the weather, you head out. Challenge accepted. Whether you're hunting or fishing, Yamaha has the ATV, side-by-side, outboard, or generator to rise to the challenge, pairing renowned reliability with incredible performance. Whatever the day brings, conquer outdoors with Yamaha. Visit yamaha-motor.ca today for more info and current offers. Hi folks, Gord Pizer here. I spend a lot of time in the water, as many as 200 days a season, and my new revolutionary Kingfisher boat gets me to fish quickly and safely, despite the weather. It's all because of the unique preflex hull design, and the state-of-the-art interior meets all my fishing needs. Hey, to learn more about the amazing Kingfisher boats, visit kingfishermultispecies.com. Now, get into your Kingfisher and meet me where the big fish roam. With over 130 years of knife-making excellence, Camillus should be on your next hunt. Adolph Castor began the Camillus Knife Company in 1876, and he utilized expert engineering to ensure the highest precision in his knives. They prove themselves in the harshest conditions because Camillus uses a patented titanium bonding and carbonitride coating process, making them up to 10 times harder than untreated steel. Camillus Knives. Stay sharper. Longer. Weather changes. The forest changes. Conditions change. When seasons change, you have to change with them. For every season, Yukon Gear has you covered. Matsuo America, the brand of fishing tackle that provides tournament quality gear at a great value, has launched a groundbreaking new series of rod and reel combos called the Red Series. These great new combos feature IM6 graphite rods, Fuji guides, six ball bearing reels with anti-reverse, and cork split grip handles. It's a set of features you'd expect to see on a combo at twice the price. The Matsuo Red Series is available now only at Canadian Tire. Check it out today and upgrade your gear for this fishing season without breaking the bank. Stand up for conservation and show how much you really care about your fishing and hunting future with a membership in the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters. Join right now and receive an OFAH camouflage tackle bag, Rapala X-Rap Lure, Suffolk Fishing Line, Fish Crisp Original, and a subscription to Ontario Out of Doors Magazine. This special OFAH membership offer is only $62.99. New through this great offer, make your conservation commitment with a three-year OFAH membership and receive a Shimano Caius Baitcaster. Join today. Welcome back to Angler and Hunter Radio. You're listening to part two on bass fishing with celebrity angler David Chong. Let's talk about some new equipment then. Yeah. Um, power poles, shallow water anchors. Mm-hmm. So here's a case where, you know, you can kind of let your boat kind of glide in and then when you get to the area, 
You can deploy your shallow water anchors, your power poles, and that's a lot quieter. You can get you can get like momentum going with the boat and into the shallow area you want to get, and just kind of let it glide in. And then you put your power poles down, and it holds you in place, and you don't end up right on top of the fish. They're incredible for for fishing shallow water. You know, keeping your boat from swinging around. Um, there, there's something new that's that's changed the uh, way we target these fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and boat control is very, very important. I mean, if there's wind blowing in on a spot, normally I guess it would be a good spot to fish, but if your boat's blowing in and it's sitting on top of the fish, it may not be so good. Right, and, and be, when you're using uh, you know, your power pole, it's going to hold you in spot. Otherwise, if you are fighting the wind, your trolling motor is going on and off, and, and trust me, if, if, if you've ever heard a recording of a trolling motor um, under uh, beneath the water, it's it's loud, and the other thing is, if we're fishing extremely shallow, uh, we turn our sonars off. Yeah. Before, cause yeah, because they make that a clicking noise, noise in the shallow water. That yeah. tick 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 tick. It's it's like it, again, if you've ever heard a recording of it, you understand what I'm talking about and how loud it really is. Right, so, right. So the know. silent approach. They're perfect. To, yep. uh, uh, you know, some yep. things that we, we can do to improve. And, and these things are easy to talk about, but, I mean, it's a skill that you need to develop and you need to work on. Yeah. yeah. Hey, listen, that's why, you know, um, sometimes guys uh, who are fishing in kayaks, in rowboats, because they're a lot quieter going into these areas. Mm-hmm. And, and they, they catch some huge fish, you know. You know what, as opposed to the guy who's coming in with a 21-foot bass boat with his 100-pound you know, thrust plus the trolling motor and barreling his way through. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you know, before they invented these power poles, I remember back in the 1990s, I ran a tournament series called Bass Ontario, and, the, and we televised the guys out there fishing. And uh, in our classic, after day one, all the guys were coming up to me saying, where in town can I buy an anchor? And, you mm. know, there's no sea anchor. Yep. They didn't have any of that stuff back then. And right. I, I didn't know why, but what had happened was the guy who won our classic, Dan Lethbridge, he had gone out into uh, Goose Bay. It was quite a windy weekend, and he put an anchor out and let his boat. He, he fished. Actually, his amateur partner was Spiro Agoras, who's another pro angler. Oh wow! You know, <laughs> and and he would fish for a while and then pull the anchor up and let the boat drift down a little bit more and put the anchor back down. And that won him about fifty thousand dollars just from using an anchor. Now with these yep. these new ones that you're talking about, they're yep. remote controlled. They're they're phenomenal. Yep. So yep. oh yeah, uh, you know. and, and and that's and that's kind of what you described there. In, in windy conditions, especially if the wind's behind you, a lot of times that's exactly what we do. We come in, we pull down, we fish, cover the water extremely well, and then pull the poles up, and then the wind would actually push you forward, and then you once you're forward enough, you pull down again, and you're making virtually no noise. Once you, and then you pull down again, you fish, and the wind would blow you in. And exactly how you described, like he was using, mind you, uh, back in you know, an anchor is a little cheaper than a set of power poles. But <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> well, you, well, you know the the thing is nowadays, even guys who are uh, fishing in kayaks or smaller aluminum boats, um, and and people may always think of power poles as, as the two that uh, guys have in the back of their bass boat. But they actually have a uh, PowerPole uh, Micro, which is uh, electronically driven, which fits perfectly on kayaks nice. and on little, uh, you know, smaller aluminum boats. Right. And at, at considerably less cost than the uh, PowerPole you see on the back of our bass boat. 
So something to look up the you know the smaller yep. model for uh, for your kayak or canoe or rowboat would be yep. absolutely perfect. So yep. I th- but of course if you love throwing an anchor over all the time and yeah. hauling it in, throwing it out, hauling it in, <laughs> by all means have at her. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We can ha- we'll have a show on anchor someday. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for giving us a little bit of information today on this, and and really there again for our listeners out there who want to improve at what they do. Um, keep in mind that the fish are shallow. You need to be a little more quiet with your approach. A little uh, try and improve your boat control. And yep, silence uh, is golden. Yeah, exactly. And uh, you know, uh, work on your presentation skills, and you will catch more fish. Thank you so much, Dave Chung. You're welcome. My pleasure, Andy. Angler and Hunter Radio's Outdoor Quiz is brought to you by Yozuri. Fish the best. Can you hunt on Sundays in Ontario? The answer when we return after these messages. Mike Miller here from Angler and Hunter Television. Aquatic invasive species and fish-killing diseases like VHS threaten the health of Lake Simcoe. By taking two minutes to clean, drain, and dry your boat, every time you take it out of the water, you will help stop the spread of aquatic invasive species into Lake Simcoe and other water bodies in Ontario. For more information, contact the Invading Species Hotline at 1-800-563-7711 or visit invadingspecies.com. A message from Ontario's Invading Species Awareness Program as part of the Operation Boat Clean Campaign. Out with the old, in with the new. The free Scout Look hunting app allows you to save unlimited hunting locations to view pinpoint, detailed weather forecasts. It employs our proprietary wind mapping technology, scent cone and set zone, putting you on the X to kill more bucks, bulls, and birds. Identify hot spots for hammering gobblers, log game activity to establish lethal patterns, and with global access, Scout Look knows no boundaries. Download the Scout Look hunting app today. Do what you love. That's good advice, and it sounds easy, but the question is, how? The answer could be at the School of Environmental and Natural Resource Sciences at Fleming College in Lindsay. Choose from over 25 programs like Fish and Wildlife Technician, Conservation and Environmental Law Enforcement, or Aquaculture. It's the number one Canadian college for grads working in environmental and natural resources careers. Do what you love. Start by checking out your options at FlemingCollege.ca. I love these hunting trips, but the kids miss me and my wife worries about us being safe. Yeah, I know what you mean. I bought a Spot Gen 3 for this trip to keep in touch with my girls. That's a satellite messenger, right? Yep. Spot sends my GPS coordinates via satellite right to my family's email or phone. They click on the message and see where I am. I can use it in emergencies to signal for help as well. Spot has rescued over 4,700 adventurers already. Sounds good. Looks small, too. Where do I pick one up? Visit findmespot.com slash hunter today to get all of the details and to find your local dealer. Matsuo America, the brand of fishing tackle that provides tournament-quality gear at a great value, has launched a groundbreaking new series of rod and reel combos called the Red Series. These great new combos feature IM6 graphite rods, Fuji guides, six ball-bearing reels with anti-reverse, and cork-split grip handles. It's a set of features you'd expect to see on a combo at twice the price. The Matsuo Red Series is available now only at Canadian Tire. Check it out today and upgrade your gear for this fishing season without breaking the bank. Stand up for conservation and show how much you really care about your fishing and hunting future with a membership in the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters. Join right now and receive an OFAH camouflage tackle bag, Rapala X-Rap Lure, 
Suffolk Fishing Line Fish Crisp Original, and a subscription to Ontario Out of Doors Magazine. This special OFAH membership offer is only $62.99. New through this great offer, make your conservation commitment with a three-year OFAH membership and receive a Shimano Caius Baitcaster. Join today. Angler and Hunter Radio's Outdoor Quiz is brought to you by Yozuri. Fish the best. Can you hunt on Sundays in Ontario? Yes, you can hunt in many municipalities across the province thanks to this long-running OFH initiative with Sunday Gun Hunting. Go to OFH.org SGH for more details. Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters Fish and Wildlife Corner, brought to you by Quebec Outfitters. Many Ontario anglers are catching Atlantic salmon in Lake Ontario feeder streams. Um, and this has been a long-time uh, project that uh, the OFAH has been uh, been working on. So I've got uh, Chris Robinson here, the program coordinator, to uh, talk about Atlantic salmon. How are you doing, Chris? Very good, thanks. Good, good, good. So how is the OFAH involved in this uh, Atlantic salmon program? Well, we've been involved since the beginning of the full-scale restoration program. So back in 2005, ourselves and Charter Limited Canada, the Canadian uh, uh, Sport Fishing Industry Association, we're talking with the Ministry of Natural Resources about a project to do in Atlantic salmon. was sort of nutsed on their, their list to do as a big sort of provincially significant program. And so we got involved back then. We found corporate sponsors, uh, Banrock Station, the LCBO then, Ontario Power Generation now, uh, to help fund the program. So we do and have done a few things over the course of that. So right now we're very heavily involved in helping out with the stocking program. That's where I was this morning, uh, stocking some fish into the rivers. We also um, are, are leads on habitat restoration. We've done over 210 habitat projects in the last 11 and a bit years. And uh, right now also the education program. So that's actually specifically where I was. I had a couple of classes out stocking the Humber River with Atlantic salmon fry that they'd raised in their school. That's cool. I used yeah. to fish the Humber River. Great yep. place. Yeah, and we've we've had some reports back from anglers of Atlantic salmon showing up there. Whether they're coming from our limited results, it's not a first phase stream right now. Right. So we get some supplemental stocking in the classroom stuff and research stuff uh, and some aid stocking, um, or whether it might have been strays too. Right. Well, it's I mean truly a success story. And uh, keeping in mind that uh, Atlantic salmon were extirpated from Lake Ontario back in, I guess, the late 1800s. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you kind of already alluded to the fact that you've done some habitat restoration? Um, how how are they expected to survive now? And you know, back then they didn't quite make it. Yeah, well, I guess an important thing to remember is just how bad that. 19th century was the 1800s up to the 1960s when uh, we'd lost lake trout from most of the Great Lakes as well. Um, rivers in Ohio were catching fire and uh, yeah. contaminant levels everywhere. Sea lamprey were out of control. Grist mills um, and yeah. yeah, so so things got really really bad. So we had sort of the pristine historic period before European settlement. Then things got really really bad. Uh, Ontario or Toronto lost most of its rivers. So from the Don over to Mimico and Etobicoke, there's like no rivers left. They're all buried. Um, so that's what we had. So it took a long time to fix that. But we have really good cold water streams right now. We sometimes have people from the East Coast uh, visiting us and we're sort of working with them, getting their experience on what to do here. And they talked about how our rivers, you know, look as good as some of their East Coast rivers. So, you know, some of the upper reaches of the Credit and Coburg and Duffins where we work, they're just like awesome rivers right now. 
And, and uh, you know, some of the lower stretches, sort of people think, well, how are they going to live in Mississauga? Well, they just need to get through Mississauga to get to those yeah. headwaters and, and spawn there. And then the young fish can live up there in those good cold water tribs with lots of substrate and survive. And, and we're seeing good growth and survival there and then head out to, to the lake. Great, great. So, and I mean, we've seen other fish succeed at that. Yep. It's nice to see a native species uh, uh, return, especially Atlantic salmon. It's part of our biodiversity. It's uh, restoring something that was once part of our e- ecology, which is important to our own uh, our, health, our our own health and well being. Um, so, if we happen to be fishing and we catch one of these Atlantic salmon, can we keep them? Is it legal now? Well, that depends on where you're fishing. So if you're in the river, um, you're, it's a catch-and-release-only fishery right now, and it's probably going to be that for the foreseeable future once maybe we get into a significantly pop- significant population really sustainable, then maybe we'll look at harvest. But I think probably for the foreseeable future, we're catch-and-release. Out in the lake, you're allowed uh, one Atlantic salmon that's over 63 centimeters or roughly 25 inches. Okay, so in the lake, you're good. In the river, you know, let it go yep. and uh, take some care. Try to handle it as least amount as possible and uh, return it back into the river so that it can make more fish and make more successful fishing for more people. Um, so with this all in mind, why is it important to restore these fish? What I mean, they used to be here. They've been gone for a long time. What is the importance of this? Well, there, there's a few reasons, and, and often when we're out and about uh, talking to people about Atlantic salmon and the rivers, uh, different people have different um, sort of favorite rationales for it, and they, they may like them all, but they may sort of prioritize some over the other. So for some, it is right in an environmental run. It's sort of the we broke it, we bought it principle, where uh, it was human impacts that wiped them out, and it was a pretty significant impact over a short period of time they simply couldn't deal with. Uh, so we have sort of a moral obligation to try to bring them back. Uh, for others, it's um, if we have Atlantic salmon back, then we've done a really good job on restoring our watersheds. They're healthy for Atlantic salmon. They'll be healthy for us. And maintaining them as healthy watersheds for Atlantic salmon mean they'll also be healthy for us in the future. So it's sort of a, a, a watershed health and environmental condition sort of thing. Um, for others, it's uh, there are fishing opportunities there, and we're seeing them now in the rivers and out in the lake. Probably the rivers may be their biggest impact or opportunity for anglers. Um, but uh, but they are world-famous fish to try to catch, and now you know that you can catch them in southern Ontario. You have to release them in the rivers, but, uh, but they're out there if you yeah. want to go looking for them. And we do hear some reports from guys who are you know, starting to target them out there in the river. So there's there's all of that. And for others, it's simply a way to get involved in uh, uh, environmental work or volunteering. So they like to come out and plant trees or release fish, and that's sort of their contribution. And, and this is a, as a native species, it's a way to do it. And I guess that's another point is as a native species, sort of in the long term, even though they got hammered in that sort of 19th century period, in the long term, a native species is, is better adapted to surviving in its native conditions than, than some, of, some of the other species. So, and and we see that um, you know to some extent in some of the other river, other watersheds that have um, you know lost their natives and brought them back, and in the long run, those natives uh, do better. I think that's cool, and it's really neat that um, our ecology, which is important to our own, as I alluded to earlier, our own health and well-being, is uh, getting that one component uh, that's missing back. And after all. Uh, without all those key components, it won't work properly. So, Chris, thank you so much for joining us today and giving us a little insight into the wonderful world of Atlantic salmon in Lake Ontario. Great. Thanks, Randy. 
Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters Fish and Wildlife Corner, brought to you by Quebec Outfitters. Did you know four species of invasive fish, known as Asian carps, are threatening to invade the Great Lakes? These fish have the potential to devour the food sources and habitat our native fish depend on and negatively impact our ability to enjoy our lakes and rivers. Help prevent the introduction of Asian carps. Report sightings to the Invading Species Hotline at 1-800-563-7711 or visit invadingspecies.com. A message from Ontario's Invading Species Awareness Program. Out with the old, in with the new. The free Scout Look hunting app allows you to save unlimited hunting locations to view pinpoint detailed weather forecasts. It employs our proprietary wind mapping technology, scent cone and set zone, putting you on the X to kill more bucks, bulls and birds. Identify hot spots for hammering gobblers, log game activity to establish lethal patterns. And with global access, Scout Look knows no boundaries. Download the Scout Look hunting app today. Do what you love. That's good advice, and it sounds easy, but the question is, how? The answer could be at the School of Environmental and Natural Resource Sciences at Fleming College in Lindsay. Choose from over 25 programs like Fish and Wildlife Technician, Conservation and Environmental Law Enforcement, or Aquaculture. It's the number one Canadian college for grads working in environmental and natural resources careers. Do what you love. Start by checking out your options at FlemingCollege.ca. I love these hunting trips, but the kids miss me and my wife worries about us being safe. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I bought a Spot Gen 3 for this trip to keep in touch with my girls. That's a satellite messenger, right? Yep. Spot sends my GPS coordinates via satellite right to my family's email or phone. They click on the message and see where I am. I can use it in emergencies to signal for help as well. Spot has rescued over 4,700 adventurers already. Sounds good. Looks small, too. Where do I pick one up? Visit findmespot.com slash hunter today to get all of the details and to find your local dealer. If Quebec isn't on your outdoor adventure bucket list, it should be. No hassle and supremely affordable hunting and fishing adventures are waiting right next door. Discover great destinations for hunting big game and unique fishing adventures for brook trout, Atlantic salmon, pike, and walleye. What is it that draws so many hunters and fishermen to Quebec? See for yourself at wwwhunting fishingquebec and start planning your next trip. Let a Quebec outfitter be your guide and enjoy the journey. wwwhunting fishingquebec Stand up for conservation and show how much you really care about your fishing and hunting future with a membership in the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters. Join right now and receive an OFAH camouflage tackle bag, Rapala X Rap Lure, Suffolk Fishing Line, Fish Crisp Original, and a subscription to Ontario Out of Doors Magazine. This special OFAH membership offer is only $62.99. New through this great offer, make your conservation commitment with a three-year OFAH membership and receive a Shimano Caius Baitcaster. Join today. What's Cooking with Andrew Roshan, brought to you by Ontario Out of Doors Magazine. Back in the 1990s, I was very fortunate that I got to tour not only all over Ontario, but all over the United States and fish uh, competitively. And it was a lot of fun. I learned a lot. One thing I learned is not to quit my day job. <laughs> but uh, besides that, one thing I really enjoyed uh, when I was in Texas and even as far north as uh, Tennessee was we go to restaurants and we get a catfish dinner. Catfish is absolutely delicious. Uh, to this day, I still enjoy eating it. I typically buy it when I'm down south. 
Uh, I do not have a clue of how to prepare it, so as our weekly uh, feature, I've got Andrew Roshan to join us. How are you doing, Andrew? I'm good, Randy. How are you? Good. Thinking about catfish and thinking about Del Rio, Texas. And oh, goodness. Yeah, living out the living out the back of a van and you know, and <laughs> trying to win a tournament. So you go uh, anyway. That's a whole different thing. But catfish. Now there's something that I want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, well, I'd hate to make you jealous, but I'm actually heading down to New Orleans in two days, and uh, I'll definitely be dining in on some catfish and crawdads. So Cajun catfish, Cajun catfish, and that's it. That's I'm not going to tell you to do something different because. Those folks down there in the southern United States, they, they've nailed it, and there's a reason why that fish is so good. And, and with something like that, it's such a nice, firm fish. It's, it's a very, very, like, just incredible flavor. It's not too fishy. People expect it to be muddy or fishy-tasting, which it's not. It's a fantastic eating fish. And my, my way, I blacken it, just like they do down there. A little bit of black and Cajun spice on top. You get your, you know, your cast-iron pan piping hot, dry heat. That's how you get that nice blackened color to it. If you add oil, it doesn't give it as nicely. So a dry spice rub, a Cajun spice, and then get your, your pan piping hot, blacken that until it's nice and, you know, you get that charred look, charred flavor. Serve it with a nice little salad with a vinaigrette to balance it out, maybe some, some dirty rice, and that's that's how I prepare my catfish. That sounds delicious. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds really good. So where can our listeners find out more details on your uh, on your recipes? So you can actually grab a copy of Ontario Outdoors magazine. I'm the food editor, and I write original recipes and tips and tricks on cooking in each issue that comes out. So definitely stop by or uh, subscribe to the magazine. But if not, you could find some on the website, which is www.oodmag.com forward slash cooking. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Andrew, and have a great trip down south. Thank you very much. <laughs> What's Cooking with Andrew Roshan, brought to you by Ontario Out of Doors magazine. No matter what the terrain, no matter the weather, you head out. Challenge accepted. Whether you're hunting or fishing, Yamaha has the ATV, side-by-side, outboard, or generator to rise to the challenge, pairing renowned reliability with incredible performance. Whatever the day brings, conquer outdoors with Yamaha. Visit yamaha-motor.ca today for more info and current offers. Hi folks, Gord Pizer here. I spend a lot of time in the water, as many as 200 days a season, and my new revolutionary Kingfisher boat gets me to fish quickly and safely, despite the weather. It's all because of the unique preflex hull design, and the state-of-the-art interior meets all my fishing needs. Hey, to learn more about the amazing Kingfisher boats, visit kingfishermultispecies.com. Now get into your Kingfisher and meet me where the big fish roam. With over 130 years of knife-making excellence, Camillus should be on your next hunt. Adolph Castor began the Camillus Knife Company in 1876, and he utilized expert engineering to ensure the highest precision in his knives. They prove themselves in the harshest conditions because Camillus uses a patented titanium bonding and carbonitride coating process, making them up to 10 times harder than untreated steel. Camillus Knives. Stay sharper. Longer. Weather changes. The forest changes. Conditions change. When seasons change, you have to change with them. For every season, 
Yukon Gear has you covered. Matsuo America, the brand of fishing tackle that provides tournament quality gear at a great value, has launched a groundbreaking new series of rod and reel combos called the Red Series. These great new combos feature IM6 graphite rods, Fuji guides, six ball bearing reels with anti-reverse, and cork split grip handles. It's a set of features you'd expect to see on a combo at twice the price. The Matsuo Red Series is available now only at Canadian Tire. Check it out today and upgrade your gear for this fishing season without breaking the bank. Stand up for conservation and show how much you really care about your fishing and hunting future with a membership in the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters. Join right now and receive an OFAH camouflage tackle bag, Rapala X-Rap Lure, Suffolk Fishing Line, Fish Crisp Original, and a subscription to Ontario Out of Doors Magazine. This special OFAH membership offer is only $62.99. New through this great offer, make your conservation commitment with a three-year OFAH membership and receive a Shimano Caius Baitcaster. Join today. Angler and Hunter Radio's Hunting Corner is brought to you by Camillus, quality knives since 1876. Okay, joining us now is Chris Kaisler. Chris, welcome to Angler and Hunter Radio. Thank you, Randy. Chris is the uh, member of the board of directors at Tiny Marsh. Um, I guess you can picture it. It's a very tiny marsh. <laughs> anyway, uh, Chris, where is Tiny Marsh located? Uh, Tiny Marsh is in Tiny, Ontario, Tiny Township. Uh, it's just slightly north of Elmville. Okay. Uh, it's on the Tiny Flock town line. Okay, so it's not too far from the big city? No, it's probably about an hour's drive. Okay, so it's right in the middle of a swath of agricultural land. I've, I've only been there once, but got a good look at it. Uh, where and why and how was it established? Uh, you know, obviously, you know, it's a swamp in the middle of some farmland. Uh, what, yeah. what happened here? <laughs> yeah, well, back in the, um, I believe it was the early 1900s. Okay. Uh, the Huron Rod and Gun Club uh, purchased the property. It was, uh, it was basically vacant farmland. Um, they had put some work into the property, um, and transferred it over to the province, I believe it was in the 60s. Um, so they practiced conservation for quite a number of years and turned it over to the province. We were actually the first provincial wildlife area in Ontario. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. so there's some history there. There is. Yeah. So, um, we partner right now with, uh, MNR, uh, or MNR. MNRF, okay. sorry, yeah. and uh, also with Ducks Unlimited. Mm-hmm. And uh, since that time, since that transition of ownership, we've uh, managed to build quite a few dikes. Uh, we've got uh, water salt systems that allow us to drain or, or fill up certain sections of, of uh, the marsh as needed. Um, yeah, so... So you're managing the marsh, um, yeah. you know, your board. And I also noticed when I was up there, you even, you had uh, kind of an on-site trap or two to manage that portion of the uh, of the marsh as well. We do, yes. Um, unfortunately, there's times beavers can become a huge problem for us and can disrupt things rather quickly. So uh, that level of... Uh, that level of habitat needs to be maintained as well, and we use a trapper for it. Okay, excellent. So, so trapping is obviously used there now. How does how does hunting come into play in you know in so far as managing the marsh? Yeah, well, hunting is a huge role for us. Uh, plays a huge part for us at Tiny Marsh. Uh, it drives most of the revenue we need to keep uh, to keep alive, keep afloat every year. Um, it's probably one of the biggest revenue drivers for us. Oh, um, and also allows us to uh, keep 
on top of things from a conservation perspective as well. Yeah, yeah, that's that's awesome. That's really nice to see that uh, that partnership working. Don't go away. We'll be right back with more Angler and Hunter Radio. Did you know that the seeds of invasive plants can easily be transported to new areas in mud on the tires of all-terrain vehicles? Help to stop the spread of invasive plants by staying on designated trails and cleaning mud and debris from the tires of your ATV between trips. For more information, contact the Invading Species Hotline at 1-800-563-7711 or visit invadingspecies.com. A message from Ontario's Invading Species Awareness Program. Out with the old, in with the new. The free Scout Look hunting app allows you to save unlimited hunting locations to view pinpoint, detailed weather forecasts. It employs our proprietary wind mapping technology, scent cone and set zone, putting you on the X to kill more bucks, bulls, and birds. Identify hot spots for hammering gobblers, log game activity to establish lethal patterns, and with global access, Scout Look knows no boundaries. Download the Scout Look hunting app today. Do what you love. That's good advice, and it sounds easy, but the question is, how? The answer could be at the School of Environmental and Natural Resource Sciences at Fleming College in Lindsay. Choose from over 25 programs like Fish and Wildlife Technician, Conservation and Environmental Law Enforcement, or Aquaculture. It's the number one Canadian college for grads working in environmental and natural resources careers. Do what you love. Start by checking out your options at FlemingCollege.ca. I love these hunting trips, but the kids miss me and my wife worries about us being safe. Yeah, I know what you mean. I bought a Spot Gen 3 for this trip to keep in touch with my girls. That's a satellite messenger, right? Yep. Spot sends my GPS coordinates via satellite right to my family's email or phone. They click on the message and see where I am. I can use it in emergencies to signal for help as well. Spot has rescued over 4,700 adventurers already. Sounds good. Looks small, too. Where do I pick one up? Visit findmespot.com slash hunter today to get all of the details and to find your local dealer. If Quebec isn't on your outdoor adventure bucket list, it should be. No hassle and supremely affordable hunting and fishing adventures are waiting right next door. Discover great destinations for hunting big game and unique fishing adventures for brook trout, Atlantic salmon, pike, and walleye. What is it that draws so many hunters and fishermen to Quebec? See for yourself at wwwhunting fishingquebec and start planning your next trip. Let a Quebec outfitter be your guide and enjoy the journey. wwwhunting fishingquebec Stand up for conservation and show how much you really care about your fishing and hunting future with a membership in the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters. Join right now and receive an OFAH camouflage tackle bag, Rapala X-Rap Lure, Suffolk Fishing Line, Fish Crisp Original, and a subscription to Ontario Out of Doors Magazine. This special OFAH membership offer is only $62.99. New through this great offer, make your conservation commitment with a three-year OFAH membership and receive a Shimano Caius Baitcaster. Join today. Welcome back to Angler and Hunter Radio. You're listening to my chat with Chris Kaisler from the MTM Conservation Association on a new youth hunting opportunity. What types of hunting is, are permitted there at uh, Tiny Marsh? Oh, well, we allow pretty much everything. We have uh, fantastic waterfowl hunting in the fall. We, we do a pheasant release program as well. Um, so you can hunt pheasants in some of our fields uh, with, the, with the purchase of a daily permit. Uh, we also allow deer hunting, turkey hunting, woodcock, grouse, you name it. 
if it can be hunted, we pretty much allow it. So, so nice and close to the city. Uh, great yep. place to go hunting. Obviously, there's going to be some control to those hunts. Uh, how can people get in touch with uh, with you or whoever they have to get in touch with to become a member? Or how do how do they actually get involved in hunting at Tiny? Sure, they can. They can. Uh, we we offer permits, uh, either daily permits or seasonal permits for waterfowl hunting. Uh, they can obtain those permits at uh, mtmconservation.org. Uh, which is our website. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, and they can, any necessary info for hunting and uh, seasons, obviously we maintain the same seasons as uh, MNRF. Uh, we abide by those. Okay, great. So, as you know, um, I teach hunt, hunter education and uh, Canadian firearms, and I'm also the uh, program coordinator for the uh, youth, pro- youth hunting program here at the uh, Federation of Anglers and Hunters. And for all you listeners out there who have uh, youngsters, say, the age of 12 to 15 years old, who have no license, they have nothing, but they would love to try hunting, we've got some great news, don't we, Chris? Absolutely, we sure do. Yeah, so Waterfowl Heritage Day, which is this year, it's going to be September 16th. And that day, we're going to take uh, we're going to take a limited number of kids. We're going to train them. We're going to give them their hunting their, and their, uh, their firearm courses. We're going to take them out on a mentored hunt with, uh, with the, an experienced hunter. And uh, we, we've announced that uh, we're announcing that partnership right now. Uh, what, what can you add to that, uh, Chris? Is this something that you've done in the past, something that's new or... Yeah, no, we've had uh, we've run a few successful youth youth hunts uh, in the past, um, and we were looking to uh, reach out to OFAH to to get some of their experience on board and and mentorship. So we're we're very excited about this uh, this announcement. Yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun. And for anybody out there who's uh, interested, for sure, uh, you can uh, get in touch with me. Uh, you just look me up at the on the Angler and Hunter Radio website and email me. Tell me, uh, you know, what if you're interested in getting your kids involved, and uh, we'll certainly get you on the list. It, there again, it's limited, but uh, it will include uh, just just a great weekend, and I look forward to that. It's it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, I think it'll be fantastic. If you just want to go hunting up at Tiny Marsh or learn more about the area, and then of course uh, look me up at Angler and Hunter Radio, Randy Jennings. Randy at ahradio.ca and uh, uh, get in touch with me and uh, we'll uh, get you all set up for a youth hunt. Chris, thank you so much for uh, spending some time with us today. No problem, Randy. Thanks for having me. I just wanted just one quick update. mtmconservation.org. mtmconservation.org. You got it. Angler and Hunter Radio's Hunting Corner is brought to you by Camillus. Quality knives since 1876. Don't go away. We'll be right back. No matter what the terrain, no matter the weather, you head out. Challenge accepted. Whether you're hunting or fishing, Yamaha has the ATV, side-by-side, outboard, or generator to rise to the challenge, pairing renowned reliability with incredible performance. Whatever the day brings, conquer outdoors with Yamaha. Visit yamaha-motor.ca today for more info and current offers. Hi folks, Gord Pizer here. I spend a lot of time in the water, as many as 200 days a season, and my new revolutionary Kingfisher boat gets me to fish quickly and safely, despite the weather. It's all because of the unique preflex hull design, and the -the state-of-the-art interior meets all my fishing needs. Hey, to learn more about the amazing Kingfisher boats, visit kingfishermultispecies.com. 
Now get into your Kingfisher and meet me where the big fish roam. With over 130 years of knife making excellence, Camillus should be on your next hunt. Adolph Castor began the Camillus Knife Company in 1876, and he utilized expert engineering to ensure the highest precision in his knives. They prove themselves in the harshest conditions because Camillus uses a patented titanium bonding and carbonitride coating process, making them up to 10 times harder than untreated steel. Camillus knives stay sharper, longer. Weather changes. The forest changes. Conditions change. When seasons change, you have to change with them. For every season, Yukon Gear has you covered. Matsuo America, the brand of fishing tackle that provides tournament quality gear at a great value, has launched a groundbreaking new series of rod and reel combos called the Red Series. These great new combos feature IM6 graphite rods, Fuji guides, six ball bearing reels with anti-reverse, and cork split grip handles. It's a set of features you'd expect to see on a combo at twice the price. The Matsuo Red Series is available now only at Canadian Tire. Check it out today and upgrade your gear for this fishing season without breaking the bank. So for all you women out there looking for an opportunity to go do some fishing, we have a great organization called Fishing 101, and it's headed up by uh, Yvonne Brown. And I have Yvonne Brown on the phone with me right now. How are you doing, Yvonne? I'm great, Aunt Randy. How are you doing? Good, good. Happy that the fishing season has uh, started and... Um, you know, we can get out and start, uh, you know, don't have to shovel any snow, so to speak, anymore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. So what can you tell everybody about Fishing 101? What is this? Well, it's an organization I started uh, five years ago. And the intent at the time was to get uh, newer anglers out on the water, teach them the basics of recreational fishing. And as time went on, um, some of the ladies were more interested in learning something a little bit higher level or people were already involved with fishing when they wanted to learn some new skills. So it kind of changed a little bit and it became, well, I changed it to Ontario Women Anglers. So the Fishing 101 program is still there, but we have lots of different um, activities that we've added to it. For example, like we fish year-round now, uh, ice fishing, fly fishing, bass, pike. Uh, we have weekend events. And some still are the you know the basic 101, but some are a little bit more advanced as well. So this is a great first step. You know, you go get your fishing license, mm-hmm. and you want to be with uh, people who share the same common interest. A great opportunity. Um, yeah. What do we have uh, coming down the pipes for some available events in the near future? Well, um, we have. Well, like like I said, our year has already started, so we did have a couple of ice fishing. We had a um, a steelhead fishing event. Um, we've had a fly fishing um, event, but we had to cancel because of all that heavy rain that we had recently. Okay. Um, so we've postponed it. We're actually in a fly fishing weekend, um, and that's going to be north of Kingston in October. Uh, we had a fly tying event. We're hoping to get another fly fishing event out in the, the western Ontario. Um, let's see. We have three events happening during National Fishing Week, which is July 1st to the 9th, I believe, this year. Mm-hmm. And um, the first is the long weekend in July, so June 30th to July 3rd. We're up at Elbow Lake um, Environmental Center. Again, that's just north of Kingston. We've been there 
probably a half a dozen times, and that's a like a nature reserve that's run by Queen's University. Um, and then on the second weekend of National Fishing Week, we have our Angler New Angler program, and that's held out in Caledon. The Caledon, and we are at Fontenot Provincial Park as well. Um, we have a half day tournament in mid-July, and that's with my home club, the Port Perry Bassmasters. Okay. And then we also have a special weekend that we haven't really announced yet, um, but the word's going to get it soon, and it is a weekend, again, back up at um, Elbow Lake, and it is going to be for uh, military personnel, uh, ladies that are currently serving in the military, or spouses of um, men that are currently serving. Excellent. So so it sounds to me like there's um, lots of opportunities, lots of different geographical locations, which is really mm-hmm. neat. Um, uh, and I also heard a uh, rumor about a kid's day down in Port Perry Bassmasters was running, something along those lines? Yes, this is our sixth annual Kids Fishing Day. It's held in Port Perry um, on Lake Scugog. It's a place is called Palmer Park. And it's just a little fun derby. Uh, it runs from 10 till 1 o'clock. There's no cost for it. Kids can bring their own rods if they have them, or we can supply some. We provide bait. The first 75 kids get a goodie bag, and then they also have their name put into a free draw at the end, and they get to just pick prizes from the table. That's great. So some opportunities there for any kids in the Port Perry area. And then, of course, for all you uh, aspiring women anglers out there, lots of mm-hmm. uh, lots of great opportunities. So how can our listeners find out more information on uh, the Ontario Women Anglers? Well, they can go to our website. If they just Google Fishing 101 for Women or Ontario Women Anglers, you'll find our our website, as well as we have a Facebook page um, available. And we also have, I should mention, a closed group called Ontario Women Anglers, so it's only female anglers. And we share ideas and you know fishing pictures and stories and, and the uh, upcoming event information in there as well. Very, very nice. Well, thank you so much for joining us and giving us some information on Ontario Women Anglers today, Yvonne Brown. You're very welcome, Randy. And now the news. A Stittsville man has been fined a total of $10,000 for offenses under the Public Lands Act and Aggregate Resources Act. The man pleaded guilty and was fined $1,500 for filling shorelands, $1,500 for depositing materials into water, $2,000 for operating an aggregate pit without a license, and $5,000 for failing to comply with an inspector's order. Court heard that in the spring of 2013, the Ministry of Natural Resources and Forestry's North Bay District Office received a complaint of excavation work being done without proper approvals near the Ottawa River in the Mattawa area. An investigation revealed that between March 8th and May 14th, 2013, the man removed aggregate from an unlicensed pit and used it to level a landing, upgrade an access road, and create a launch area along the Ottawa River. He was issued an order from an aggregate inspector requiring him to stop the extraction of aggregate, but he did not. Justice of the Peace Ruby Beck heard the case in the Ontario Court of Justice, North Bay, on April 5, 2017. To report a natural resources violation, call the MNRF Tips Line at 1-877-847-7667, toll-free anytime, or call your local ministry office during regular business hours. You can also call Crime Stoppers anonymously at 1-800-222-8477. The 43rd Annual Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters Conservation Lottery winners have been drawn. 
And here are a few of the lucky winners. Okay, it's Kim calling from the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters. Oh, okay. Uh, we had a conservation lottery draw today. Okay. And it looks like you purchased a ticket and your name was drawn. Your name came up for the eighth prize. Okay. You've won a Yamaha Grizzly 700 FIATV worth $12,993.87. Oh, wow. Really? Uh, yes, sir. Can I speak to Robert, please? Uh, just a minute, please. Thank you. Hello? Hi, Robert. How are you? Good. Robert, it's Kim calling from the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters. Oh, yeah. We had our lottery draw today, and your name was chosen for seventh prize. Oh, that's not the truck, though, is it? <laughs> well, no, it's got wheels, but it's not a truck. <laughs> you did you did win a Yamaha Grizzly 700 FIATV, worth $12,993. Holy dump of Congratulations. There is a God in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> yep, speaking. Joanne, it's Kim calling from the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters. How are you? Good. Joanne, uh, we had our conservation lottery draw today, and your name was chosen. Oh, you sounds good. Do you remember buying a ticket? I do, yes. Okay, so your name was drawn for sixth prize. Okay. You won a Lund Fury 1625XL boat with a Mercury 50 horsepower outboard motor worth $22,600. Oh, my gosh. Are That's you? awesome. Hey, is this William? Yes. Hi, William. It's Kim calling from the Ontario Federation of Angles and Hunters. How are you? Good. William, I'm giving you a call today, uh, not regarding your membership, but I see that you're a automatic renewal. We had our conservation lottery draw today, and your name was chosen. Oh, boy. Okay, so let me tell you what you've won. You won fourth prize, 2017 Dodge Journey SXT. It's worth $38,203.04. Oh, my God. Mark, please. Hey, Ken. Hi, Mark. How are you? Good, I've seen the news on the computer. Good, I'm glad that you did. Congratulations. Yeah. You must have seen that I called a few times, did you? Yeah, I, I saw. <laughs> I went from big price for sure. <laughs> yeah, 2017 Dodge Grand Caravan SXT, worth $43,500. Right on, update. You have won. Second prize, a 2017 Ram 1500 ST Cab. You're kidding. Quad Cab 4x4 truck, worth 50600 and $12.70. Cool. Hi, Jim. How are you? I'm not bad. So, Jim, I understand last night you were having a conversation with Jackie about possibly winning something in the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters lottery draw. Yes, I was. Well, your call has come true. <laughs> no. Today we had our conservation lottery draw and you were the first prize winner. Are you kidding me? No, I'm telling you the truth. Your prize is worth $99,000. You've won a 2017 Ram Laramie 1500 4x4 truck, a 2017 LumaCraft Voyager 175CS boat, a Yamaha 115 horsepower outboard motor and trailer. Congratulations. I don't know what to say. <laughs> You know what? Holy smokes. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> Proceeds from the 43rd Annual OFAH Conservation Lottery will be used to preserve and enhance fish and wildlife in Ontario. Thank you for buying a ticket, and good luck next year. The Angler and Hunter Radio Show has been brought to you by Yamaha. What kind of Yamaha are you? 
Angler and Hunter Radio is a production of the Ontario Federation of Anglers and Hunters. Please send your tall tales and comments to ahradio.ca. Don't forget, you can check out past episodes of Angler and Hunter Radio on the web or at wrbo.com.